Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. In my last podcast, if you're listening in chronological order instead of inverse chronological order, I said I was going to do a bit of a podcast shortly thereafter, and it turns out I'm going to, and I have double your pleasure on the content. Um, the first news is the new news, the news that I had not heard, uh, got, went, finished my podcast, and there are a group of us who follow the, uh, minor leagues rather closely, and it's nice to have a group of four or five people that when you want to honestly vent, you can honestly vent and you don't have to worry about it. Because there are some things that I don't like to say on Twitter. But amongst people who are Mm -hmm. following the pipeline, understand the pipeline, all that kind of stuff. um, Nice to be able to vent and know that it's not going to get out that you said something. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You know, there's five of us. So while I was uploading my most recent podcast. It takes about, you know, three minutes for the whole thing to cycle through. I've done all what I needed to do. I'm just having it upload. In the time, in the three minutes it took to upload, there are like four or five different messages. And I knew something had just happened, but I had absolutely no idea what it was. Something was breaking Something was news, something was uh, something was going to be worth talking about, but based on seven letters in a text, I couldn't tell what the heck was going on. So once I got done, I popped on, I checked, and the Cubs have signed one of their third-day draft picks. Their 13th-round selection, Arian Rodriguez, a right-handed pitcher from Georgia Premier Academy, Northwest Florida State commit. He has signed with the Cubs for $125,000, which is the um, default. I'll say it's the default. Players won't always get $125,000. They aren't limited to $125,000 on the third day, but a lot of times that's the default. If there's a guy who, yeah, he's really kind of good, $125,000, there's no punishment for a $125,000 bonus for a player on the third day. Arian Rodriguez got the entire $125,000. He is a right-handed pitcher, uh, 92 to 95. He's hit 97. So send him off to Mesa. And I don't even know if you'll want him to even pitch in a game this year. He might be one of those guys that they want to sign for a future contract for future services. What that would mean is he can do all the practice he wants to. He doesn't get to pitch in any games, but because he's a future service guy, he doesn't count against the 180 player roster. Whether he's going to be a future guy, whether he's going to be um, whether he's going to actually be pitching this year, Either way is fine. I have absolutely no preference. I'm happy that the Cubs actually had a 
third-day draft pick who said, you know what, I'm actually going to consider your offer. So um, Arian Rodriguez becomes, I think he's the first pick to sign. Um, so look for him to be in Mesa quite soon, getting his, mm-hmm. getting his workout done, getting his, uh, game improved. That is fantastically good news. I was in, uh, I was a bit down in the dumps with Gage Zeal and Tio Banks telling the Cubs to go run in traffic and, uh, getting a third day pick. Yay. Somebody who can actually do something. And He's actually got, he very well might do nothing, but he does have upside. So if you're going to get a guy brought in and he's going to say, yes, I will sign, it's better to have a player with upside than a player that is um, roster fodder. I'll put it that way. Um, So yeah, Arian Rodriguez signing, good thing. Uh, Perfect merge time here. I'm not always doing the middle merge, but I'm going to today. I enjoy bringing you Cubs news. I enjoy getting better at doing this. I enjoy getting better at doing the podcast. And I enjoy getting better at doing the writing. And I enjoy that people enjoy what I'm doing. I also on occasion like getting paid. So if you think I'm doing a good job between the podcast, between the written stuff on Patreon, between my Twitter stuff, between all the stuff that I do. If you think I'm doing something that's useful, that's benefiting you, feel free to drop a shekel in the jar. You can do that on Patreon. You can do that on Anchor here. I imagine there are probably other ways you can do it. You know, if if it's a situation of, oh, I'd like to assist, but I don't have Patreon, and I'm not going to do Patreon, and I'm not going to... We can probably find a way, but no, I, uh, occasionally I put the hat in the hand. I would appreciate it if people were doing the contribution thing more than they are. If you're not going to do the contribution thing, I'm not going to begrudge you because, hey, it's a hell of an economy out there. Um, so yeah, I, I, I like to do this every once in a while. I know I used to do it all the time. Now I'm generally trying to do it here and there. See if that works. Um, The other bit of news. Actually, not really news. It's just something that comes up once in a while, and I figure uh, I ought to do a Mythbuster on it. I think I might have done a Mythbuster on it before, but I don't know if I've done it on a podcast or just in an article. And even if I did it in a podcast, you might have missed that one, or maybe I can make a better point of it this time, whichever. The Cubs are going to be making trades this month. We all know that. We can all think of five or six names that will probably go. We can all think of five or six names that we'd like to see get traded, that aren't going to get traded. But um, one name that occasionally, periodically, I see people mention as a trade candidate is Dylan Maples. The Cubs ought to trade Dylan Maples. On the face of it, that seems reasonable. He is a prospect type. He does have upside. Um, He is moderately problematic in that 
he can't get sent down to the minor leagues unless he's injured. So there, you know, there's there's a bit of in an ideal world, if they're it, trading Dylan Maples might make some sense. However, when I talk about trades, one of the starting points that I go with is which specific team is interested in obtaining this player? Which specific team is interested in obtaining this player? Now, if you're talking about like a Zach Davies, I was just talking about in the last podcast, San Diego's down to four starters, four starting pitchers. Three of them are hurt. Three of them are healthy. One of them that's healthy may be hurt. One of them's that hurt may be healthy. So at the very best, they have four starting pitchers. You need five. San Diego needs a starting pitcher. They're in the playoff hunt. Having Zach Davies would definitely help them ward off other teams that are fighting to try to take the playoff spot from them. Zach Davies to the Padres makes a whole lot of sense. Now, who would go back and return? Blah, 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 blah. Different, different subject. But with Zach Davies, it makes sense to trade him to San Diego. Now, Dylan Maples, which team would be saying, we want to obtain Dylan Maples? Well, possibly, um, I got Pittsburgh or Baltimore, maybe, right? Okay. Well, let's say that Pittsburgh picks up the phone and says, we want to trade for Dylan Maples. Okay, fine. What, what sort of trade piece would Pittsburgh offer? Pittsburgh's not going to trade a prospect. They want to keep all their prospects. Now, if they are trading a prospect, it might be you know, somebody who just ran into some trouble or possibly a prospect who was good two years ago but just had Tommy John surgery. Do the Cubs want to trade a pitcher who's actually doing fairly well on the major league team this year for a guy who's broken? No, I wouldn't want to do that. Dylan Maples trades for the Cubs right now. Now, if the Cubs were in contention, if the Cubs were trading veterans for prospects, then trading Dylan Maples would make perfect sense because they could trade Dylan Maples to Pittsburgh for some for backup catcher. Okay? You know, that, that would... It, the Cubs are trading a prospect for a veteran. That would make sense. But right now, that's not the type of trade the Cubs are making. The Cubs are trading veterans for prospects. So which team that is in contention would want to trade for Dylan Maples? Really nobody, because they know they can't send him back down to the minors. So if he has three or four bad outings, they have to designate him for assignment. There's really no match in the league for Cubs trading Dylan Maples. It just doesn't make any sense. If you're talking about the Cubs should trade this player away, 
The first question, well, let's use Eric Sogard. What team in the league would want Eric Sogard? What team in the league would we really, 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 really want to add Jake Arrieta to our roster right now? Nobody. Unless a team is interested in that specific player. Now, if the Cubs were trying to trade Brennan Davis, there'd be a whole lot of teams that were interested. But Jake Arrieta, yeah, really, nobody's interested. Nobody wants to trade for Jake Arrieta. Nobody wants to trade for Eric, uh, Eric Sogard. The teams that want to trade for Dylan Maples aren't going to want to trade prospects for Dylan Maples. They're going to want to trade a veteran, and hopefully Dylan Maples can figure it out with their coaching. Otherwise, they'd rather just wait until perhaps he gets designated for assignment himself. But no, the, the, the Cubs should trade Dylan Maples thing. Whenever somebody says the Cubs should trade this specific player, what specific team in the league has a specific need for that player? Jack Peterson. If someone says the Cubs should trade Jack Peterson, well, what team would be interested in him? Maybe the Mets would want him. Maybe the White Sox would want him. Maybe, I, I, maybe the Yankees would want him. I don't know. It could be any of a various number of different teams. It boils to, is there a team that actually wants to surrender quality to get that player? If no team wants to surrender quality for that player, there's no point in even talking about a trade. If there's no team that wants to trade what the Cubs are looking for, there's no point in the trade. So if you have a team where situation where there are two teams that are both building for the future, it's really kind of pointless for them to make a lot of trades because most of them are looking to trade veterans for prospects. That's how trades usually are now. Veteran for prospect, veteran for prospect, prospect for veteran, prospect for veteran. The U Darvish trade was a perfect example. The Cubs wanted to slash salary. They wanted to trade you Darvish. And they traded Victor Caratini with him. So he had a, had a catcher that was familiar with him. So it was Darvish and Caratini. Zach Davies kind of balanced out the books a little bit. And then the Cubs got four prospects. Veteran for prospects. Veteran for prospects. Those trades make sense. Prospects for prospects those usually don't work out really well. Veterans for veterans, a lot of times those don't really work. The, the ones that are really amusing and frustrating are when somebody, okay, I've got this five-team trade, and this team's going to trade this guy for this guy. No, 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 no. Those don't happen. Possibly you might be able to get a third three-way trade going on once in a while, but even those, there's got to be some sort of extenuating circumstance. Dylan Maples should stay with the Cubs. Why? First off, in 2021, he's actually done rather well. When he's been out there, he's done rather well. No, they're not overworking him, but they shouldn't overwork him. He's, you know, there's no need to. Um, he's been doing quite well in Iowa. When there is a roster spot, which could happen at any point, looks to the top of the screen to see if anybody's discussing anything. No, they're not. Um... Dylan Maples getting called back up to the Cubs for, on Friday night or Saturday night makes perfect sense. That would make absolute perfect sense. Uh, biggest uh, problem would be the games in Arizona and the I-Cubs are in... I'm thinking, I'm thinking. 
Toledo, Toledo, Ohio. So it'd be a while. You know, it, 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 the, the, the flight would be, I don't know if you fly direct from Toledo to Arizona. Would you fly direct from Toledo to Phoenix? You probably could. They might have a, a special deal with something. They, they might fly through Chicago. But, um, yeah, Dylan Maples being traded really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. If you're talking about a full trade, which I encourage people to do because it gets people to think, ask the question, which specific team specifically wants this player as opposed to anyone else? Um, so, yeah, Dylan Maples doesn't make a whole lot of sense to trade. Arian Rodriguez has come to an agreement to sign for the $125,000 default. And... Hopefully there are many more on the third day that sign. Frankie Scalzo, I want to see him get signed. Grand Canyon's closer. I want to see him get signed. I want to see him in Myrtle Beach by Thursday, a week from today. And I want to see him possibly in South Bend by the 1st of August. Because Frankie... Frankie Scalzo is good enough to be playing pro ball right now. So, um, Arian Rodriguez, good news. And Dylan Maples, doesn't make a whole lot of sense to trade him. So, uh, off to Twitter to see if there's anything more, anything of importance. And I will have, apparently I have the sneezies going on. <laughs> there we go again. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, Arian Rodriguez signs, good thing, Dylan Maples doesn't make a lot of sense to trade him. Thanks for stopping by, be safe, be nice to people, and have a nice day. Thank you.